Blog Talk Radio. And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. I certainly am. And unlike weeks in the past, I'm very calm and casual today. <laughs> Happy Mother's you're, Day to you're, all you're, the You're, you're never there. calm. You may be casual, but you're never calm. <laughs> no, I couldn't be calm if I tried. And as I started to say, Happy Mother's Day to all the ladies out there who have brought forth the children of the world. We salute you today. We love you all. And uh, me, especially my mom, and I know, John, you and your mom, all of us, we, uh, we salute our moms. There's, there's only one best mom in the world, and that's our own mom. That's Moving right. along, we've got a great show today. That is our first The David Bowers Award of the Day to all of the mothers of the world. Happy Mother's Day. And uh, we've got a big show today, too, so we're going to get right on it. We've got some guests from all over the place. We've got them from New England. We've got them from Old England. And uh, we've got a guest from Florida. It's going to be a fun show. John Bon Jovial, how are things down on your end of the board? Did we I'm lose sorry, John David. Uh, yeah, I'm here. I got distracted for just a second. Uh, would you want to repeat that question for me, please? <laughs> no, I just asked how things were with you and uh, and our engineer Nick the Geek there. Well, everything here in beautiful Naples, Florida, along the majestic Gulf of Mexico, uh, we're all doing fine. Uh, you know, of course, we're just about 10 miles north of the Everglades as the crow flies. So here in the swamp, it's actually a beautiful sunny day. The humidity is down. It's probably about maybe 40, 45 percent, which, you know, is pretty arid for southwest Florida. Uh, and I know that uh, you there along the Colorado River in Arizona, you know, your humidity is probably a, a, a touch lower, huh? Yeah, probably about one-third of what you've got there. But we are having a beautiful weekend before summer sets in, and I fear this is probably the last uh, temperate days that we'll have as we're supposed to hit the 90s and around 100 again this week. And I think uh, I think that's it until September. We're going to... Uh, we're into swelter time. Wanna, speaking of swelter, want to tell you about a hot band, our house band, our host band, Titty Bingo, who do our theme song for us. And we've been threatening to get back on the show here again real soon. We're going to have to do that. It's been too long since we've had them on the show. But their latest album, Rock and Roll, is out right now. Uh, you can get it online at all the usual suspects. And, uh, of course, their, uh, their first single off that album, Homework, is also available. Be sure to check them out. Check out their wild and crazy website. Uh, they've got some great stuff on there, including their music, but also uh, some behind the scenes at uh, Willie's Pertinale's studio there in Texas and some other great stuff. Check out Titty Bingo online. It's always time for Titty Bingo. Be sure to join us here in our chat room today. You can uh, log in to Blog Talk Radio for free. Get into our chat room on your account and uh, talk with uh, other people. You can talk with us. You can ask questions of our guests, whatever. Uh, 
Be sure and join us there, or you can call in. The call-in number is 347-945-7137. I'll have John Bon Jovi repeat that number a little later. 347-945-7137. Remember, this is the show where every show is an award show, and you, our guests and listeners, get to pick the awards. No nominations, no silly naming panels, no phony categories or voting, just simple awards. Something, somebody does something good or stupid, they get an award. Simple as that. So if you've got someone or something you think is deserving of a, you know, a gold award or a bonehead award, whatever, drop us a line at david at thedavidbowers.com. Put awards in the subject line. And uh, we'll check it out. Who knows? Your award may be heard right here on the David Bowers Award. So with a shout out to all our friends and listeners around the world, let's get things going because today we've got a lot of people and a lot of music. So let's get right to it. And remember, again, if you've got someone or something you think deserves an award, David at the David Bowers Awards dot com. And put uh, awards in the subject line. Tell us about it, and we'll get right on it. John Bon Jovial. Yes, sir. I am here, sir. I'm actually paying attention for a change. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, hey, we just want to remind you that if you'd like to participate in today's show, you can give us a call at the David Bowers Awards. The phone number is area code 347-945-7137. Again, that's 347-945-7137. Uh, or you can log into our chat room on Blog Talk Radio and talk with our guests, and uh, you can ask your own questions. We've got coming up on the David Bowers Awards, we've got Jocelyn and Chris Arndt, we've got uh, Jamie Durbin, we've got UK promoter John Summers, and Vision to Destiny Records head Terry King. So we're going to have a great show today, and David, let's go ahead and get it started. Well, I, I, I will, but I have just one question for you. Uh, you said yes, sir. Jocelyn and Chris Arndt. But actually, they are. As a matter of fact, uh, they're standing by waiting right now. Why do you say they aren't? (laughs) I couldn't resist. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, right now from upstate, well, actually, it's upstate New England, uh, a couple of teenagers (laughs) who are really starting to kick some butt and make some noise, and uh, good noise it is, too. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you Jocelyn and Chris Arndt. This is called Shame. You used to know my passcode.
And there you have it. Shame, Jocelyn and Chris aren't, and we're going to bring them on board right now. Have them come in, sit down, and chat with us for a while. Jocelyn and Chris, welcome to the David Bowers Awards. Hey. 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 How you guys doing? Good. How are you? Great to have you here with us today. And first, let me clarify one thing, because I I think I confused people a little bit at the beginning. You guys are actually from where? We're from we're from upstate New York. Like okay, uh, you are from upstate yeah. New York. Okay, okay. Yeah, somewhere along the line, I've got right thought you might have been from across the border in Massachusetts. I know it's uh it's all a region, so it's you know you're all home people, but that's cool. You guys are so incredibly young to be having going on what you've got going on, and we'll get into that in a bit because you've got some big stuff happening. How did you guys get started and get to where you are so quickly? We, uh, we've been playing together, practicing in the same living room since we were very small. I started, <laughs> I started piano lessons in fourth grade, and then uh, Chris picked up the guitar a couple months later. And uh, I guess we figured we were practicing in the same living room. We might as well start, uh, start writing music together. So it kind of snowballed from there. I don't know what you mean, yeah. Chris. It makes sense. It makes sense. And of course, you know, by growing up together and starting at such an early age, you have a, uh, you have a keen and unique insight into each other. So it must make it, it, for the most part, it must make it really easy for you guys to work together, except for the times when you might not feel like working together, which happens to everybody (laughs) once in a while. (laughs) I mean, let's face it, even John Bon Jovial and I, I mean, we've been arguing, I mean, working together for 40 years and we, we still, (laughs) we still have those days like today when, uh, you know, (laughs) we might want to be somewhere else. No, seriously, it's great (laughs) to have you on board now. I alluded to the fact that you guys have got some big stuff happening. Tell us a little bit about what you've got going on now and uh, some of the stuff that's in your immediate future because it's really exciting. Well, so we, we recently released an album, uh, Edges. It's the, the song you just heard, Shame, is, is like sort of the lead single off that. And we've been promoting that for a while now. So I think upcoming we're going to do like um, – like a lot of a lot of touring around to different radio stations and, and promoting the album, and then hopefully we'll get to do like a, a big tour this summer, and we're going to be playing some some big festival shows, and um, like we're uh, we're actually playing with with a band called Delta Ray, which they're like I love Delta Ray, but it's it's going to be it's going to be a really exciting summer. We have a lot we have a lot of really cool stuff planned too. And I know from uh, from talking to your people before uh, or when we were getting things set up for you to be on the show, uh, there's I, I know there's some things that you can't talk about. There's some things that obviously you can talk about and some that were kind of in the middle. Uh, are there any of the things that are kind of in the middle that you can talk about now that we weren't able to talk about before the show? Ooh. We do if have... Not, um... <laughs> I know. I, I feel like I feel like a lot of secrets these days. No, we've got a lot of cool stuff coming out soon. Uh, we've got a couple of videos coming out soon, and I can I can't tell you a lot, but I can tell you that uh, they're going to be really cool. We've got a really cool lyric video that we just wrapped up filming yesterday, um, and that should be out soon. So Fantastic! That's exciting. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. and. Uh, yeah. 
Okay. Now, along with the along with the fact that all the guests on my show uh, get to post up to my radio page on Facebook, which is probably the uh, the most commonly used one of, of you know mutual connections where the guests post, I post, and fans post in too. Uh, so you guys can get to do that when your videos come out. Be sure and post them to my uh, the David Bowers uh, radio page on Facebook. And where else can they find your music and these uh, videos when they're available? Um, so, I mean, you can definitely always check out our, our, our Facebook page. We, we put it pretty much everything on there. So that's uh, Facebook, search for Jocelyn and Chris. Um, also, we have a website, jocelynandchrismusic.com, which is uh, everything kind of goes on there, too. So that's a really good resource. And then uh, there's, like, you know, the, the standard social media. So we've got, an, we've got an Instagram and a Twitter and stuff, too, on you could definitely follow us on there and we'll, we'll, we'll make sure to keep you updated. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. By all means, keep in touch with us. And, uh, I'll, I, I usually save this for the, uh, for the parting shot, but I'll say it now, since we're on the subject, be sure and keep in touch. And, uh, you're always welcome to come back. Door is always open. You get something you want to, uh, you want to spread the word on a new album or whatever, by all means, come on back. And, uh, you know, as, as I hinted a little earlier in the conversation, I'm not, uh, we're not here to talk, try to twist you into talking about things that you're not supposed to talk about yet, but we <laughs> will accept any sneak previews you have to drop on us because our <laughs> listeners love to know of the, uh, of the things coming up. And you also, while we're talking about uh, acts that you're working with and uh, traveling with, you also worked with a, uh, with an act we had on the show not too long ago, Holly and Evan. Yeah, yeah we love those guys. They're so awesome. Great. Yeah, they yeah. are. They're, they're great people and uh, uh, do some, some great music. Now, about your music, what do, you, what do you look for? What do you – how do you motivate to write a song? Is it, is it spur of the moment, uh, or do you take an idea and you sit down and try to work it out, or is it maybe a little of both? I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, every song's a little different, and uh, Chris and I write all of our music together, so it sort of comes down to a 50-50 kind of split of effort for each song. Uh, for some songs, he'll come up with, like, this riff, and he'll, he'll come to me and he'll say, I have this awesome riff. I can't get it out of my head. I think this is going to be a great song. And then we work from there. Or sometimes I'll, you know, I'll be, like, you know, about ready to fall asleep, and I'll just all of a sudden have a lyric line that I really like and I have to scribble down somewhere and, and then we work from there. So, uh, so each song is a little different, but usually I think we come up with like some spontaneous idea and then from there we kind of sit down and, and try to muscle through it and see what we can come up with. Okay. So how did you muddle through and come up with shame? That one was, uh, I think that started, uh, that started with me with some lyrics. I, uh, it's, it's kind of, I guess it's a breakup song. I was, you know, a little, a little ticked off, and I guess, I guess <laughs> Chris, is, Chris is rolling his eyes at me. Yeah, I, I'm a little bit dramatic when it comes to when I'm singing. I'm a, you know, I'm a dramatic singer girl. But, uh, but yeah, I guess, I guess you don't want to, you don't want to break up with a singer badly because you never know if you can become a song. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> I- I, I can just imagine the faces in the background there. <laughs> now this next song, this next song we're going to play here uh, is a thing called "Where's the Rain." Tell us about that. 
Yeah, this one this one uh is is one of my personal favorites on the album. Uh and I guess it's I guess it's one of the more the more personal songs in the album. It's sort of about like um it's about I guess it's about like losing somebody and then uh sort of not even realizing how much impact they had on your life until they're gone and then you sort of look out of the window and, and it's sunny out and you feel like it should be raining instead because, you know, that's how you feel. Uh, it's a little cheesy, but that's that's what it's about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now tell us about tell us about your parents because in the in the cases of artists who uh you know, who grow up in a well, where where you're working with another family member or more than one, and of course the parents are involved. How does that work out for you? I think really our parents have always just been ridiculously supportive. I mean, I mean, it's I think we're we're really really lucky. They've been pretty amazing. So like in in high school, you know, like we, I mean, our job was our band. We we had we had a high school band with. with friends and um like our dad was pretty much our manager at that point and he just booked us a bunch of shows and like you know they were always like like if this is what you guys want to do then like we're going to give you the best shot and then you know we found uh david bourgeois he's our he's our current manager and also our producer and our drummer and he's i mean he's you know kind of like like a he's definitely we, we are absolutely blessed to be working with him but i mean mom and dad are just they've always been so supportive and ever, i mean I don't know how many parents would have been like, oh, yeah, you guys want to pursue a career in music? Like, sure, like, that's, that's, that's something that we can get behind. But mom and dad, it was never even a second thought. They were just like, if that's what you guys want to do, then that's what we're going yeah. to get behind. So Fantastic. That's that's always the best way. It's not always the way it happens, but uh, yeah, that that is super, and I'm I'm really happy for you. I'm also happy for the fact that John Bon Jovial is sitting there with that quizzy, quizzical expression on his face, which means either he's got to sneak out the back door for a bite to eat or he has a question. John Bon Jovial? <laughs> oh, actually, I was just going to go check the tower lights, but, you know, that's okay, too. Uh, no, my question uh, to you guys is, you know, that, you know, as uh, even though it has not been formally established, I'm assuming that you know we're talking brother and sister here. Um, yeah. As as family, when you guys are uh, sitting down to write a song, uh, does one of you come out as oh I don't know for lack of better words the alpha songwriter? I don't. So I mean, it. I guess it kind of depends. Like if if it's a song where Jocelyn comes up with the like the the original like kernel idea then generally I, I kind of let her do her thing and just kind of contribute where she seems to be like you know maybe getting stuck or something unless there's something that I really feel strongly about and I feel like the reciprocal is pretty true when I when I sort of come up with the first idea but um it's really like I think we work together pretty nicely in that um like my my I, I generally kind of focus on the like the the core patterns and like the the arrangement and the like the song, like the musical structure of the song, whereas Jocelyn's gift is definitely like lyrics and melody. She can, she can write really, really great lyrics and super catchy melodies. And that's something that I've always struggled a lot with. So it's even when one of us is sort of taking the, I guess like maybe the dominant role in a song, like we wouldn't be able to do it to actually like bring a song to completion without, without the other. So. Okay, yeah. so then, then, then what you're saying is that you're you're playing well off of each other. I guess an analogy that I could use, you know, and it's a pretty grand analogy, 
Lennon and McCartney. Uh, John Lennon was known for yeah. his lyrics. Paul McCartney was known for his music. But in reality, they both wrote music and they both wrote lyrics. And, and, and is that kind of the way that you guys were approaching it? Yeah, yeah. I think definitely. I mean, I like that analogy. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good analogy. But no, I, that's actually. I think that's that's a very good description of how how things work yeah. with us. So. Uh, okay. Well, good. Uh, you know, that was basically. Mm-hmm. This is. Uh, uh, I had, um, you know, been formulating this question in my mind while you know you guys and David were were talking to each other and. Uh, then I had a couple of other things that I wanted to ask about, but then David hit on that. So we're, you know, we're, we're all hitting on eight cylinders here. So uh, that's good. David, that's all I got for the, for the moment. Boy, that bodes evil for the rest of this show. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, along, you know. Along with one of, the, uh, one of the points you brought out there, I know one of the questions that I hear most frequently from the average fan who wants to learn and wants to know about – uh, acts who do the write their own music, which is a super thing. It's from my from my way of thinking, it's the only way to make it in the business. But uh, one of the questions that I get most frequently is when you do sit down to write, whether it's something you plan to do or it's spur of the moment. Do you have? Do you give any consideration to which comes first, the chicken or the egg? Does do you write a a song? Do you get the the melody in your head and then write the lyrics to fit, or do you write the lyrics and then create a melody a melody to support the lyrics? Ooh, yeah. So, um, if Chris is the one who came up with the initial idea, then I think I I generally start with the melody first because if he's already got some chords, uh, I think sometimes it's easiest to start with the melody and fill in the words after. But generally, if I'm if I'm writing uh, Lyrics and melody, I write them at the same time. I try, I try to come up with uh, the words and the melody at the same time because I think it makes them, it makes them fit together better. Um, even though, yeah. And it's probably, to my way of thinking, in in many cases it would be easier because it's an automatic fit rather than trying to stunt the lyrics to fit the meter of the music or the other way around tweak the music yeah. to fit the uh, the meter of the uh, lyrics or the uh, the po- the poetry that you're actually setting to music i know that's what back in the days when i used to try my hand at writing music that's what i did <laughs> but of course, unlike those other two guys you were compared to, you'll notice you've never heard of a song with my name on it as a writer. And you probably never will either. But hey, nevertheless, it's a lot of fun and great fun having you guys join us here today. Uh, we're going to be playing the uh, the track "Where's the Rain." Now, once again, before we let you go, I want to remind the people because. I, I, I'm familiar with their last name. I have a uh, friend out in California with the same last name, uh, and I know that uh, people are sometimes confused. So if you haven't if you haven't seen the spelling, the last name is, and we made fun of it at the beginning, aren't as yeah. if they aren't <laughs> going to be here. Uh, last name is A R N D T. Okay, so it's a it's a little unusual in that respect. Jocelyn and Chris aren't, and uh, 
tell us yeah. once again you have a uh, you have an album out now which i believe is called edges from which yeah. mm-hmm. the first song we played today shame was drawn this i believe where's the rain is uh, is an earlier track is it not uh, uh i think this is track number three on the album yeah uh, yeah it's track three yeah okay <laughs> and <laughs> hey, listen, I, I, I stay up nights trying to come up with questions to stump my guests. <laughs> tell us again now before we let you go. Tell everybody where they can find the album to download or purchase. Yeah, so if you're interested, you can you can go on iTunes. It's on there, Edges, Jocelyn and Chris Art. Um, you can also find it on Spotify and CD Baby. And uh, if, you, if you go on our Facebook page or our website, you can get all our, our social media links and all our, our, our CD links. So you can, you can follow us, check us out, and find our music through there, too. Fantastic. Jocelyn, Chris, aren't so happy to have you here with us today. Thank you so much for spending some of your afternoon with us. We'll look forward to having you back again in the near future. Ladies and gentlemen, Jocelyn and Chris aren't from the album Edges. Here's a thing called Where's the Rain?
Jocelyn and Chris aren't, and they sure are, right here on the David Bowers Awards. We've got a great show, some great guests. Janie Durbin is standing by. We've got something of a little bit of an unusual treat for you with regard to Jamie on our show, uh, Janie on our show today. Uh, want to take a second to say hello to some of the people chat room. I want to say hello to Addictions and Other Voices podcast who are uh, with us in the chat room right now. Also, Pete Davis, Ronica Lynn, and of course, John Summers, who will be on the show a little bit later, bringing us some great new music from over across the pond in bloody old England. Uh, he's going to be joining us, and we're going to have a lot of fun there, too. So John, uh, who we lovingly refer to as Johnny Zykotica, because he's the Zykotica music PR man, uh, he'll be joining us in a little bit. Hello to all of you in the chat room, and we're so happy you Join us here today. John Bon Jovial, what have you got for us? Yeah, I just wanted to add my uh, two cents on that, too. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And uh, for uh, Chris and Jocelyn, thank you so much for uh, being on the show with us today. Uh, you know, fantastic music. I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, hey, folks, don't forget to award yourself the official, uh, official, I say, the David Bowers Awards T-shirts. And these are the only official T-shirts of the David Bowers Awards. You don't want to go down to, you know, 42nd in uh, New York and, and get a knockoff because it'll fall apart on you within five minutes of buying it. So you've got to buy the official the David Bowers Awards t-shirts, and they are available only from our website, thedavidbowers.com. We keep the price down by taking absolutely no profit from them, and they are strictly for our fans and followers. They're high-quality tees in black or white, ladies' or men's sizes. So please, order now. They're still just $14.30. Order from www.thedavidbowers.com, and don't forget to tweet your comments to hashtag... TDBA. Up next with several question marks, David. Uh, so, and by the way, if you happen to be down on the streets of New York, you got to be real careful because you'll probably wind up with one of those uh, cheap old Justin Bieber shirts. And, you know, who, who'd want to be seen in a Justin Bieber shirt? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we're going to bring on right Mr. now. Mr. Boober. Mr. Boober, <laughs> we're going to bring on right now, uh, before we get any deeper in trouble here, and have all the uh, believers uh, bashing down our phone lines, <laughs> we're going to bring on a lady from Florida who has uh, is starting to carve out uh, quite a career for herself, and I think you're going to be hearing a lot more of her in the very near future. We have a little bit of a uniquity as far as her music today. Let's bring her on right now so we can all sit and talk with Ms. Janie Durbin. Janie, welcome aboard. Hi, hi, David. Very nice to be here today. <laughs> Our pleasure to have you. So good to have you here. And you're just, uh, you're about, uh, I think, uh, what, three, four hours north of, uh, of our Naples studios, if I'm not mistaken. And in the Newport Ritchie area, out by my pool in the sunshine. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, lucky you. I remember the area well. My mom lived there for many, many years. And uh, unfortunately, I'm not sitting out by the pool today. Uh, I probably I probably could have today. Now, in a couple of more weeks, you're not going to be one of sitting out sunning yourself here at uh, – at uh, this time of day because it's going to be getting a little scorcher. But anyway, having you here with us, you have been singing now uh, most primarily, I believe, in Florida 
for uh, some time. How long have you been? Uh, how long have you been working your trade? Well, I've been singing all of my life, but I was actually um, um, I'm actually a retired pharmacist. A natural, I like a couple of classes being a naturopathic physician. But I just really retired about nine years ago and went into uh, music uh, because that's my first love. I grew up in a Pentecostal church and was classically trained, and so I have a very unique way that I look at music. <laughs> and you can tell so the I- classic <laughs> training by your voice and delivery, which is uh, what I first noticed when I, I first heard you. Now, people who find you online, and ladies and gentlemen, she does have tracks online that you can, uh, you can check out on YouTube, uh, Janie Durbin, D-U-R-B-I-N. Uh, most of the tracks that you've had online are live tracks. You haven't, uh, you haven't done a lot of studio recording up till now. Well, that, that is correct. I've done, I've been doing some touring and opening for some shows for, um, a guy by the name of Michael Allman and, uh, doing a lot of shows in my area. And, um, just, um, I've, I've got enough original music for two or three CDs, but I am just now getting them into the studio, um, because I've cultivated an amazing array of, uh, friends that are world-class musicians that I'm starting to work with. So, it, you know, it'll be like one right after another this year into next year. And we should at this we should at this point acknowledge uh, for our listeners uh, probably the first question that's going to pop into their heads is Michael Allman. That name sounds familiar. Well, <laughs> I didn't know who he was when I met him. Um, we were both singing at the same club and. That's kind of what actually the song you're going to play in a little bit. It's all it's all about. It's a true story of how we met. But yeah, yeah, he's a really um, I admire him. I have a great respect for him. Um, and that's um, well, you can tell the story since you know. <laughs> you <laughs> well, obviously suffice, know. <laughs> suffice to say that uh, yes, Michael Allman is from that Allman family. Uh, which is uh, very well known in Florida as well as around the world. And uh, we'd love to have him join us one of these days on the, on the show as well. And you guys have worked together now for how long? Well, we've been working together and um, for almost four years, um, you know. <laughs> and he's, so. he's, uh, he's, he's actually managing your career at this point, is he not? Well, he manages my he's my manager, he's managing my personal life and my professional life. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, that's... No no further comments on that. If you listen to the song, you <laughs> well, can kind of figure listen, it out. <laughs> that relieves you that relieves you of the burden of making all those decisions so that you can sit out by the pool and talk with us. <laughs> yeah, he's he's really looking out for me and protecting me and I really appreciate that. You know, cuz when in you're this in this business, business there's a lot a lot, as he says, bottom feeders. I, you know, I hate even saying negative things, but there are a lot. Well, there's a lot of negativity associated with the entertainment industry. I found, but he's very yes, protective of me, and I appreciate that. It is a rough <laughs> business. It is an unforgiving business, and yes, unfortunately, there are people out there 
who, uh, well, let's just say uh, your success is not their prime concern. All right. We'll, we'll <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, we, uh, we only have the one track of yours today, which is why we uh, usually we sandwich our little discussion between a couple of tracks of the artist. But this is kind of a special occasion because our listeners are going to get, uh, they're actually getting to get in before the culmination of uh, recording and new releases and all of that. This is a, a little bit of an early step here. We are actually going to get to hear what is called a rough uh, or a non-mastered uh, product uh, in the song we're going to hear. This is not the finished version, but is close to. Explain to the people exactly what this is. Well, Michael and I went into the studio and spent hours and hours, and it is a duet song that I wrote uh, telling the story of how we met. And it is a true story. And we've spent hours in the studio, and it's, it's just very challenging. This is a challenging song to sing. Um, and um, so we've, we've been in and out of the studio, and basically the bottom line is we didn't meet our deadline. <laughs> <laughs> We did not meet our deadline. <laughs> Deadlines are awful things. <laughs> but but yeah, we're we're gonna send it and it's gonna be uh, mastered and and mixed, you know, by the proper people. So we're really excited about it. But you know, I wanted to go ahead and share it with you. So I need everyone to just keep in mind, you know, this it's not what, where it needs to be. But but I'm so proud of it anyway. <laughs> I understand that completely, and I hasten to add for. Uh, for any of the skeptical listeners, uh, just because this is not the finished product, this is not the final master, uh, does not mean that uh, this is a couple of people who went out in the garage with their uh, their old reel to reel and threw something together. Uh, oh I think no, you're no, be, no! Uh, in, <laughs> in fact, in fact, my drummer uh, on this is uh, one of my drummers that plays for me often. His name is Charles Steptoe, and he was Marvin Gaye's drummer and toured the world with Marvin Gaye for 12 years. Right. So I, ha- yeah. I have world-class musicians on this um, song. <laughs> Absolutely, so. and uh, you've got some uh, you've got some other world-class contacts that you uh, that you work with and associate with too, and that's always oh, good. Oh yeah, I'm the... really I'm really excited about what's coming up next. <laughs> yeah, any any business uh, endeavor that's a, a good thing to have, but especially in uh, the music and entertainment business because it not only it not only gives you a, a stronger foundation for your career, it also it, it opens doors for you, and it also protects you in many ways uh, from uh, well from those people who don't have don't put your career first. It's always good yeah. to have people who have walked that road before uh, help you along the way. Now, what does uh, we have we we know that this song we're going to hear is a, a a lead into more recordings from Janie Durbin. What does Janie Durbin have planned in the immediate future? Um, actually, um, my next release is going to be a song that I debuted two weeks ago, and two of my shows I did at Leesburg Bike Fest here in Florida, which is the largest annual biker festival in the state of Florida, and it's called Woman Child. And I'm going in the studio this month and going to wrap it up quickly. So I'm um, really excited about that. But that's my next venture. 
Fantastic. And I'm going to have to, uh, you mentioning the uh, Leesburg Bike Fest, which is a humongous event. Uh, I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to get with uh, some people out here at the river because they have the largest uh, bike gathering on the uh, west side, the west end of the United States. I can't say west coast because everybody thinks about being out at the ocean. And uh, this is not quite the ocean, but it is the largest uh, largest western bike fest but they have a large music festival for it and i was uh, i was totally blown away by uh, the lack of that you would expect this to have a uh, big music festival going on at the same time so maybe we'll be able to uh, arrange something to get you to come out here and uh, and play for the uh, the other side of the country the left coast Jeannie. Uh, and i would love that absolutely love that <laughs> well, we'd sure love to have you john bon jovial something to add well you know yeah i just i guess the question that i could ask uh then uh janie would be you know we're not that far away from you you know david's out on the left coast he's in uh, bullhead city arizona uh, but i'm just down the road from you in naples you ever get down this way well sure one of my guitarists uh, uh jeffrey sex who's played carnegie hall uh, lives in Sarasota. Uh, yeah, I, I get down that way a lot. I go to St. Pete a lot for jams and open mics, and most of my musicians that play for me live in the St. Pete uh, general area. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, you know, if you're if you are ever uh, you know going to be uh, gigging down here, it'd be great to know about that, and uh, just you know get a hold of us on the website, and uh, I'll make a point of getting out to see you. Awesome. Awesome! I yeah. will let you know for sure. <laughs> Unfortunately, I never got to uh, I never got to meet uh, Janie while I was uh, while I was living in Florida. I did get to meet uh, several. Uh, matter of fact, uh, one of our uh, repeat guests, uh, bluesman uh, Frank Robert, who's been on the show a couple of times, I uh, got to meet him at a uh, show up in your area. As a matter of fact, it was in uh, I think it was in Port Ritchie, but it was right in that area. Uh, but uh, anyway, yes, definitely want you to keep in touch with us. As I tell all our guests, my radio page on Facebook is there for uh, one purpose alone. The purpose is for guests on this show to have one more place where they can promote their events, their tours, their gigs, their music, and any other uh, music-related news about them and their careers. So uh, Get that, uh, Very nice. add that, add that link to your press release link and feel free to post your, uh, as I said, your events, your gigs, your releases, whatever it's there for right. you guys to use. So, uh, please do. And that All way right. we, can, we can always stay in touch. And, uh, I'm not sure who was just Skyping me. I'm not expecting any Skype calls personally. So go away. <laughs> <laughs> go away. I'm busy talking to Janie Durbin, who is going to break for us her, uh, her new release it's a thing called wrong side of the tracks and Janie you've uh, you've already kind of uh, uh, taken away the next question I was going to ask you but uh, just for uh, just for the sake of having the question answered tell us about wrong side of the tracks well um, <laughs> I'm trying to wrap this up quickly but um, I'm Michael Allman and I are from different worlds, basically. And um, when I met him, I had never dated a long-haired, tattooed hippie before. <laughs> <laughs> and 
you know, basically it's a true story. I went from my side of the tracks, which, you know, I don't really know how to say this other than I was basically a little Neiman Marcus girl. And I went, and I don't care about that stuff anymore, you know, and I basically went over to the world of bikers and bike festivals and tattoos and all this stuff where, you know, I wouldn't even thought of looking in a biker's eyes. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but it was just ignorance. And I realize now that those are some of the best people in the world and how much I missed out on. So I'm, I'm really happy to be on the wrong side of the tracks. And as my lyrics say, I ain't never going back. <laughs> well, they know what you mean. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. Now, remember. Now, I came from an era. I came from the real hippie era, and I. I don't think that. Uh, I don't think that I'd quite classify Mike as a hippie. I, I, Michael is uh, is not the prototypical hippie that we remember. Oh. And for, for you old timers. Uh, trust me, if you're not familiar with uh, Michael, uh, his persona or his music, uh, he's not Maynard G. Krebs from uh, from TV. Okay, uh, <laughs> the biker thing—you're absolutely right on. I have had the pleasure of meeting uh, virtually every type of biker you could possibly imagine. I remember uh, a few years back, and I was exploring the uh, the. Uh, Western, the eastern part of California up into the high desert. I was out in a place called Yucca Valley, which is an absolutely beautiful area uh, just to the north of Palm Springs. And uh, there's a, uh, there's, to make a long story short, there's a, uh, an old western town there that Roy Rogers and Gene Autry built in the late 40s to uh, film their TV shows at. And there is a bar there, a club, a nightclub. Uh, called Pappy and Harriet. So I'll give them a free plug. It's a neat place. Uh, have new owners now over the last few years. And uh, I remember that was a favorite hangout because it was a reasonable ride from Los Angeles, uh, you know, a couple hours to get there. Uh, so it was a, a reasonable day trip for uh, people all the way into Los Angeles. And I met some of the, some of the wildest uh, bikers that uh, you could ever imagine, including uh, attorneys, uh, record and movie company uh, upper level people. I mean, we weren't talking about we weren't talking company owners or anything, but we were talking about uh, we were talking about promo men. We were talking about uh, artists and repertoire people. Uh, it was an mm-hmm. amazing experience uh, to see these people drive up. I mean, you know, here comes this group that looks like Hell's Angels and uh, they turn out to be some of the uh, some of the high rollers in Hollywood. Exactly, so, uh, I have learned that as well, as as well as meeting some um, uh, Hell's Angels and One Percenters. Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what I didn't know what any of that was. I had no idea what those things were. I, those things had to be explained to me by Michael. Uh, <laughs> but they're, they're wonderful people, you know, wonderful. They and are. I'm just they thrilled. Are. Thrilled. And, uh, <laughs> And even you know, and when you're saying that, we're talking about even the people that aren't attorneys or uh, vice presidents or anything. Uh, there's absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it's it's like everything else, and we get so locked into stereotypes and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes. Well, I, I I was trying to avoid the word, but prejudice is is a good word. Uh, sure we get is. so locked into these things that uh, you know not everybody that straps on some leathers and gets on the back of a Harley. 
uh, and cruises the back hills of uh, of your area, uh, they're they're not all gangsters. I mean, there's some uh, there's some really super people, and you'll uh, oh, there's some you'll of meet, the best people in the world. In the best, and you meet in the them world. in uh, you meet <laughs> them in in places like the uh, charity runs. I know there's a uh, sure. yeah, the name slips my mind right now, but I know there's a charity run that's run out. Uh, I believe into Pasadena every year. Uh, to get uh, oh, a Toys for Tots, Toys for Tots ride yes. uh, out yes. in the uh, Los Angeles Pasadena area where they have uh, I forget how many thousands of bikers show up for that. And uh, of course, there was the and million I'm, biker I'm doing ride. a show in September for uh, MIA POWs, and um, it's all biker oriented. And last year, they said 4,000 bikes showed up. So absolutely, right. these bikers are doing just wonderful work in charity and recognizing our veterans and, and military. It's just so it's just amazing the world and the opportunities that have opened up to help people in, in absolutely. the music business. Absolutely, and uh, we're so glad that we got the chance. That it's a, a slight digression from uh, your story and your music, but it's a fitting one, and mm-hmm. I'm glad we got to uh, touch upon it and explore it. Janie, I am so glad that you took the time to come and be with us today. Uh, our thanks to you, and uh, be sure and say hello to Michael for us. Uh, again, we'd love to have him come and join us on the show sometime, too. Uh, we're going to go and... Uh, we're going to play your uh, the preview of your new single, which, uh, again, do you have an, a guesstimate of when this is going to be available to the public? Well, I asked Michael that before I came on here, you know, a couple of days ago, and um, we don't have a definitive date, but I would say uh, sometime early summer. Early summer, okay. And early before summer, we let you yeah. go, before we let you go, tell everybody how they can find you and your music online. Well, you can find me on Facebook, Janie Durbin. Unfortunately, Facebook has limitations on friends, and so you can just follow me. And I have a a music group where you can join my music group and follow my music. Um, And that's about it for now. Um, But Michael's taking care of some things, and we're getting ready to take off. So exciting things. Fantastic, and you folks can also check my uh, The David Bowers radio page, where I know Janie will be posting all her news in the uh, in the future as well. Janie, best of luck to you. Thank you so Thank much you, for stopping by, and especially giving us this preview because a, a lot of the uh, a lot of the listeners don't realize that you don't just finish putting a song together, go into the studio, record it, and it's done. So they're getting a little bit <laughs> of a preview here of what the next to the last step basically is this is a song that is not completely polished this isn't a finished master but it gives you a very good idea of uh, what the finished master is going to sound like and an excellent idea of the talents of Janie Durbin thank you so much again Janie we look forward to seeing you again here is Janie Durbin and wrong side of the tracks I was looking for a man on the right side of the track Living life like daddy said, never stepping on the crack Then one night in the smoky bar, saw him way across the room Long hair on that stage, covered in tattoos I knew that I should turn and run, but his voice rang strong and true So I walked across those tracks, daddy told 
tracks right here on the david bowers awards and we've been straddling both sides of the track so long we've forgotten which side is which but <laughs> john bon jovial how are things on your corner going today okay john bon jovial is uh is out to lunch that's cool uh just as long as he brings us back some of their go with it because we could use some munchies too musicians indie musicians don't forget if you'd like to be considered for a guest shot on the David Bowers Awards, it's really very simple. Send us your EPK. Send it to david at thedavidbowers.com. Put guest 
in the subject line, and we'll be happy to have our staff look at it, listen to it, and perhaps you can join us on the show as a guest on one of our future shows. That's how we uh, that's how we find a lot of our guests, and we also uh, we also do a lot of blind looking around online. And we discover a lot of artists that way, too. But we really enjoy when uh, an artist will send us their information in an EPK, you know, with a couple of tracks, a little background, a bio and stuff. And uh, tell us about yourself. And who knows? Maybe we can get you on the show. It's that easy. For those of you listening today, if you've got comments or questions, our chat room is open. You can also call us at 347 945 Seven one three seven, and uh, ask your questions of us or our guests. Right now, we're getting ready for our next guest, who is the head of Vision to Destiny Records, otherwise known as V2D, because it's a lot easier to type that into uh, Twitter's 140-character limit than it is the whole name of the label. So V2D stands for Vision to Destiny Records, and uh, the head of that label is one Mr. Terry King, who's going to uh, who's going to come in right now, sit down, join us, and we're going to talk about what it takes to be successful in the music industry. Terry, welcome aboard. Hey, David, how you doing, man? Doing great. Yourself? I'm I'm here. I'm excited. Fantastic, South Carolina. <laughs> we're uh, we're looking forward to uh, picking your brain for some good information. We've been hearing a lot about the Carolinas lately uh, on all fronts, music, political, uh, really making more noise than we've heard from the Carolinas in a long time. Yeah, I know, right? Some good, some bad. That's a fact. Well, we uh, we had a bit of a pan. Uh, I uh, went off on a rant about a uh, an organization there in the Carolinas last month's show. Uh, fortunately, we're not going to rant about anything this time. We're instead <laughs> going to sit back, uh, kick off our shoes, put our feet up on the coffee table, and uh, chat with you about what it takes to uh, to make a career in this business. And we've got some interesting points. I know one of the things we want to touch on, of course, is the uh, is the move to digital. But basically, let's start with the basics. Now, you as a label head, what do you have to consider? What do you consider when you're considering a new talent? I mean, let's face it, you've got a procedure first, which is something that uh, all artists should learn. They should learn the procedure, and perhaps that would be a good place for us to start. What is the procedure for contacting a label and presenting yourself. Yeah, the, the contact's simple, uh, but it's it's a, really a difficult process because the record industry has changed so much. Uh, you know, I've been in the business since the '60s, and uh, even making records is different today. We have a different philosophy at VTD Records. Uh, for example, Michaela, you know, she's our main artist. I worked with her two years before we ever signed her. She was in the studio with me for two years. We, we probably recorded 30 or 40 demos. Uh, you have to see, first of all, the versatility of the artist. You have to see the commitment of the artist. It seems like today everyone wants something for nothing. They just want uh, to be discovered. They want to be famous. Exactly. I'm hungry. In the music business, it's hard work. We work this thing 24 hours a day. And I, like Michaela, I've never seen an artist that works as hard as her craft as she does. 
you know, and we're getting a lot of breakthroughs. Uh, we're on a, uh, being played in 195 countries. We've sold up. Uh, music to a movie studio. We're writing music for TV shows. Uh, we're touring. But the thing is different about us, I think, David, is this. We found that the way to make money as an artist has changed. Because in the old days, you would cut a record. You're going to make money off a record. That That's not happening today because we have too much free stuff. We have streaming out there. For example, uh, tunes that are uh, streamed, you get six one-hundredth of a penny for a stream. So if you get a million hits, you made $6,000. Well, in this business, you know, we spend more in studio time than that. So our philosophy is this. Here's the difference. Today, when when we're selling music digitally or we're streaming, we're doing it for marketing. We're not doing that to make money. That's not our money source. And so many people think that's their money source. And just like an album, we stopped making albums. Because if you make an album, you drop an album, and if you don't have traction in two or three weeks, your album is dead. And you're not going to put out another album for a year or more. So what we do differently, we just release singles. Every 45 to 60 days, we release a new single. We have hundreds of outlets that we release the music to. Well, they may not like the one that released, but maybe the next month they will. So it keeps traction going. Now, where do we make our money? We make our money touring. We make our money merchandising. We make our money selling to radio and television. But people today, if they think they're going to make money off of making a record, you know, those days are over. In fact, the big labels, you know what they do when they drop an album. How do you appear to be number one on the charts? They pay for it. And 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 so the whole philosophy of the record business uh, is changing. And if you don't change with it, if you're not – innovative if you're not changing just like when we're in a studio what i used to i I've, I've worked in nashville i've been a studio musician i've been involved with other record companies you go in you have an idea of what you want to be and the day you walk in they say no that's not it you're going to act like this you're going to dress like this you're going to play this music you're going to play these songs and and your whole image may have changed what we do is we listen to that artist and we build upon that those artists' strengths. You know, when we go in a studio, there's nobody here that says, you can't do that. Well, you know, we just we just do it. And I think we make unique music. So people that want to get into the business, here's, first of all, you have to say to yourself, this is going to be tough. I've got to work. I've got to pay my dues. You know, you're not going to be discovered at the, the soda shop anymore. Right. And then once once... Once they get in or they send us their music, then what we see is this. Do we see potential? Can we, can we uh, manage that? Can we merchandise that? And what we have now, you know, we have artists that are waiting in line because we're, we're recording them. We have them in the studio. Uh, we're building a brand. We're building an image. You know, fame is an illusion, right? Absolutely. And everyone, everyone's looking for fame, but you have to create the image that you want, and then you release it to the world. And I don't know if it works for everybody, but David, it's it's been working for VDD Records, and it's surely been working for Michaela. And we have seen, actually, we've seen on this show uh, several examples. One of which, of course, is Michaela, who's been on several times. And uh, as a matter of fact, on one time she was on, she was telling us. 
uh, about this concept of what she was going to be doing instead of releasing an album and picking singles off of it, that uh, she and you would be, in fact, releasing one single periodically and then perhaps over a period of time compiling them into an album for later release. And another... I'm sorry. What we do no, with just, the album or the EP, that's something we sell at the show. We, we right. collect her tunes. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, the concept of, of uh, singles is not new. I mean, before the Beatles, that's what it was. You released singles. It was the Beatles who made the album popular. Oh, I remember when famous. I was a kid. When I was a kid, I, was, uh, I can remember being totally disillusioned when I started actually buying my own records. And I went out and I bought a... Uh, an album by an artist that uh, had a a hit record and I got the album home and that was the only thing on there that uh, it was was not only the only thing on there that I cared about in, in many cases, it was the only song on the whole album that was worth a damn. I mean, uh, you you put one hit record on there and the rest of it was film material. I mean, it wasn't even B sides. It was in many cases, it was junk, but uh, yeah, we also had, uh, Tommy James on Tommy James of the Shondells, oh, and love Tommy uh, James. oh, tremendous! And what a what a great person he is. He's got a, a great movie out. Yes, I'm going to give him another free plug. It's not out yet. He, the book is out. Me, the Mob, and the Music. They're in the process yeah, the of turning that into a motion picture. But uh, he was telling us about his time and the fact that he got lucky. He and the Shondells got lucky when they uh, signed with uh, Roulette Records in New York. Uh, unlucky in the fact that uh, the, <laughs> <It was a laughs> the uh, management of Roulette Records was a little bit, uh, you know, you wanted to be a little bit careful. But uh, because of their <laughs> their unfamiliarity with what labels do, as you alluded to, uh, the, Tommy and his group got to do something most artists did not. After their first hit record, uh, they were expecting the label to come to them like, labels were wont to do at the time and say, okay, here's what you're going to do because this is what's selling. Well, uh, the people that were running the label didn't have a clue of what the heck to do with a, with a hit artist. And uh, so they basically dumped it back on TJ and told him, uh, we don't know what to do. Do whatever you want that you think will yeah. sell. So he you actually got to song? do <laughs> Yeah, he actually got to do something that most artists at the time did not do. They got to pick their own music and do what they thought would represent yeah. them well and sell. And it worked. Uh, I think there's a lesson to be learned there. You know, uh, a lot of these artists that come out, there's some great talent there. And uh, in many cases, they're not stupid. They know what's no. going to sell, or at least they have a pretty good idea. So it's... Uh, right. It, I, I really think it harkens back to the old adage of teamwork. I think that uh, you don't want to have the label telling the artist what to do 100%, and you don't want the artist telling the label what to do. So you, you should kind of work together because both sides could have some valuable points. And yeah, I, think this, I think this is something that uh, we could actually take uh, – we could take into account on a daily basis in our everyday lives. I mean, even in politics, uh, let's face it, the Democrats aren't always wrong. The Republicans aren't always wrong, but if right. they are given the chance and work together, they can come up with some good answers that's, you know, that are going to benefit in the long run. So uh, I think there's yeah. a, uh, 
I think there's a good message there. So, yes, to summarize, uh, you make some excellent points there, uh, both about the individuality of releasing singles over a period of time and then compiling them into an album, which is, uh, well, uh, what's-his-face, whom we just lost, and the name slips me, who uh, created KTEL Records uh, practically single-handedly, created the uh, all-hits albums, and, uh, yeah. and also the the idea of uh, of working with a label. Now, what should an artist look for with regard to comparing an indie label versus a major? Well, you know, I, I would uh, if you get with a major major label, the number one thing they have going for them, I, I believe personally, is money. But you know, in this business, money can can do a lot. With an independent label, I think what you have is they allow you to be an individual. They're not going to make you part of just the corporation or the corporate structure or the corporate sound. But I would also, an indie artist, uh, you know, we're pretty much a rock label. Well, you know, I'll consider all music, but if, if you're a rock band you send me music, I might listen to it a little closer. And what we're looking for is... I don't want someone to come to me and say, I sound like this or I sound like that. I want someone to come to me and say, this is my sound. That's something that, you know, we can build on. Right. Right. Understand. John Bon Jovi has a question. Oh, cool. Yeah. um, Terry, uh, you know, I'm listening to all this conversation. And the one thing that I think that we should touch on uh, that hasn't been brought up yet is that, you know, there's such a proliferation now of media. You've got your traditional terrestrial radio stations. You've got internet radio such as the David Bowers Awards. Uh, you've got Spotify. You've got Pandora, uh, Sirius Satellite Radio. And, I mean, everything is bombarding you from every different direction. And, you know, as a radio guy, you know, the, the, the bane of our existence were organizations like ASCAP, BMI, and CSAC. And uh, so, you know, with n- now that um, the, the distribution of, of music has be in, instead of being pinpointed and targeted like it used to be for so many years, it has become so diluted. How now are artists collecting royalties? How do you go about making sure that your artists get their royalties when you're dealing with services that really technically don't have any income? Well, let me be honest with you. <laughs> uh, you know, we have collecting agencies. You know, we're with BMI. Uh, you you can't really, unless you're selling millions of albums or records, uh, in the independent realm, money is made on the road. And this is also why, this is why this summer, there's so many 70s and 80s and, and 90s bands on the road because that's where you're making your money. You're making your money merchandising. I tell you, at the beginning here, we were trying to track every penny, and that's what it ended up being, pennies, pennies on the dollar. And so we started putting all of our energy into uh, a show, and, and not just a stand-up and play. I mean, we have a show. We have a light show. We have, you know, there's dancing, we, and we have merchandising. We have things that you can buy at the show that you can't buy anyplace else. And that's why I think today you're seeing so many bands back on the road. It's because that's where you're making your money today. And if you're waiting so you're around. Depend- 
No, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. So if you're waiting say, around so, to be paid by BMI or CSI, you'll be waiting a long time. Because right. people so are not basically, buying music then, like they used to. Sure. So you're de- you're depending upon then, or not you per se, but the artist, a Michaela of the world, or uh, you know our our, our uh, guest that we just had on uh, a few minutes ago, Janie Durbin. They're depending upon then on emotional income, and by that I mean, um, as an example, we just recently saw Los Lobos, and as an aside, it was just an absolute monster of a kick-ass concert. It was so good. Well, I didn't but know they're still playing. Had, yeah, oh, you, you want to talk about a tight band, my God. Anyway, yeah. uh, they had a table set up in the back, you know, with T-shirts and CDs and posters right. and bumper stickers right. and the whole bit. And the table was swamped. That's and it. so I think that what you're saying then is that if the band puts on a good show, if they put on an authentic show, a show where they show that they're actually enjoying themselves up on the stage yeah. – then that's going to translate into emotional purchases. It, it, it becomes, be right. It's memorabilia now. It's not just buying a, a song. It's memorabilia. They, they want Bingo. to capture that moment. They want to capture, I was at that show. I was at that concert. Oh yeah, that's I mean, I gave selling. it to it. I, I bought, I bought a T-shirt. I mean, it was, there it was go. grossly overpriced, but I didn't care at the time. And I still <laughs> that's don't. That's it. And, and also, uh, I think what's important with this artist is we're not just – we don't have all our eggs in that one basket. We're really after uh, uh, the money that's in movies, in television, in gaming. I mean, there's, there's a lot of avenues that you can make a lot of money, and people are not even searching out those areas. And we've been fortunate that uh, we've been able to do that. And that's one of the things that I've done or tried to do on uh, on my online postings uh, is I have a I have a feature called Rockstar 101, which this is an outgrowth of having uh, professionals from the business on the show and actually telling the artists what they need to do to be successful. And I post a uh, different tip that I have gleaned from various professional sources. Uh, I post a different one every day. As a matter of fact, I'll run it usually four times a day, uh, which would be uh, the East Coast time. It would be 3 p.m., 9 p.m., 3 p.m., or 3 a.m., 9 a.m. And uh, they, can all be, uh, they can all be sourced for anyone that's interested in looking and seeing what tips there are simply by going on uh, Twitter or Facebook and searching hashtag Rockstar 101. Uh, it's that simple. I like it. You'll find, you'll, find, uh, you'll find three, four years worth of tips there. Uh, just waiting for you to take them down and uh, and see what applies, what you can make work for you. Terry, we have been honored and, and thrilled to have you join us here today. And before we let you get away, uh, two things I'd like to say. One, we definitely want to have you come back sometime and we can delve into this subject in more detail because, well... Quite frankly, this is something that we could sit and talk for uh, for hours on. Really, <laughs> I know uh, the uh, the how to approach record labels, the different approaches if you're approaching a major versus an indie. What is the difference? And you've touched on that very well to to give a, a heads up on the difference between a major and an indie and what they can do for you. And uh, yeah, there's a, a lot to be discussed and. As you pointed out, 
it has made some immense changes over the last few years. I remember we had Larry Perigas of Nine North Records in Nashville on a couple of years ago, and he talked about the same thing. Specifically, that discussion was on the uh, the changeover to uh, digital music primarily, right. uh, not even yeah. so much uh, major versus indie, but just the fact that digital was taking over. And uh, he alluded to the fact that uh, there's a lot of buildings along Music Row in Nashville that house record labels, and there's going to be a lot of empty buildings if they don't learn how to adapt to where the music is going, specifically the fact that uh, digital is taking over. So before we let you go, the other thing I would like to touch on, I would like if you could please summarize briefly for our listeners who are artists or artists to be and are thinking of making a career or making an entry into music, how would you best summarize what they need to do besides hone their talent in order to attract the attention and maybe hook up with a label? You know, here's what I always I always say. It's like fishing, David. If you don't cast and fish, you you have to. You know what happens is people get turned down one or two times, and they quit. They think it's not that that we don't like their music. We're inundated with with music. I mean, people have to realize that. But you don't give up. If you believe in you, here's what's going to happen. Someday, someone's going to come along, and they're going to say. We believe in you. So you have to keep at it. You can't give up. You know, it, it, it's not, a, it's not a, a matter of just waiting for someone to discover you. It's you putting your positive energy and saying, I have something to give you. I have something to give the world. I'm writing music for the future. I want people that in the future that will remember my music. But don't give up. And the second thing is, is that... Musicians have a tendency of being lazy. When we practice, when we're not on the road, we practice three days a week when we're not on the road. And we do a complete show three days a week to hone it, to make it tight, to, to make it enjoyable. You know, this, the days of I'm just going to get up and I'll play a few songs and drink a beer or something, unless you want to be a bar band, that's all you're going to get. If you want to be a noted musician, you want somebody to take a look at you, you've got to be a showman today. And so keep at it. You know, don't give up. I mean, keep sending out the, the music to, to independents. Go the independent route. You know, somebody's going to take a look at you. They're going to listen to you. I mean, I, we've, we've had some great music come through here. Oh, definitely agreed. And you make some very good points. I know there was, uh, I remember specifically uh, talking to Earth, Wind, and Fire many years ago. And uh, they put on, at the time, they, they, they put on an excellent stage show. I mean, it was more than just getting up there singing the songs. They took, uh, they took the dance routines that the Temptations innovated, oh, wow. and they put, they put together a, a show. And we were talking about that, and I forget which, which uh, one in particular, but uh, one of them popped up and said, the trick is the fact that people are paying a lot of money to come and see us. Right. And we believe that they deserve more than just to hear us sing our songs. Yeah, we, we say it like this. Michaela's show is sight, sound, and sensuality. I mean, Absolutely. when she's on stage, all eyes is on her because she owns the stage. And that's, it's an experience. You remember Jimi Hendrix experience? 
Yes, so that's what it has yep. to be today. And I agree with you. They're paying good money. You give them a good show. Exactly. And that's another thing. One of the memes that's going around online and on the social media is uh, to support live music. Well, the other side of that coin is artists get up there on the stage and give them something they want to support, and chances are they will. Yeah, right. Exactly. I agree, David. Terry, yeah. thank you so very much. Uh, we are so well, looking cool, forward. We are so looking forward to uh, having you back on the show, uh, having Michaela come out and visit our area because we would love to see this sensuous sights and sounds of her show <laughs> right here locally. And uh, well, you're one of our us- favorite shows, David. Well, I appreciate that. Keep in touch with us. Let us know uh, if you get a you get a new act you want to expose. That's what we're here for. Give us a holler. We'll be more than happy to work with you on it. Ladies and gentlemen, Terry King of Vision to Destiny Records, V2D Records. And uh, this has been Rockstar 101. Thank you very much, Terry. Thank you, David. called it's it was just an idea that's by the artist still known as jafefa and uh, we thank him for his contributions to our show he's given us uh, a lot of the little transitionals that we use along the way great chatting in the uh, in the david bowers awards chat room uh, we were we were talking briefly there with uh, ronica lynn uh, who has uh, complimented us on a uh, on a great show and we appreciate the kind words also i understand we're going to be hearing from her and her band as a uh, possible future guest on the show so remember if you'd like to be a guest on the show or if you know of an artist that you think should be uh, have them send us k and for those of you who aren't familiar with that it's electronic press kit is what epk is basically to oversimplify uh, a couple of tunes a biography, uh, pictures of the artist, and, uh, you know, maybe some of the uh, press clippings or accomplishments and uh, what they've got planned. Uh, they got a new album coming out, a new single. Are they going to be headlining with Paul McCartney or whatever? Uh, give us the information. We'll check it out. My experts will listen to it. And uh, who knows? Perhaps they'll be joining us. Simply send it to David at thedavidbowers.com. Put guest in the subject line and uh, you got it done. We'll see where we go from there. For those of you who are listening online and making comments online, be sure hashtag TDBA and uh, we'll get all your hashtags, uh, all your comments in line there. Our next guest is coming to us all the way from across the pond. Another one of our friends from merry old England. And we are really happy to have him join us today. His name is John Summers. He is the uh, he is the head of uh, Zykotica Music PR in London. Uh, we lovingly refer him to, uh, refer to him as our brother Johnny Zykotica. So let's bring him in, ladies and gentlemen. Give him a good old United States welcome, 
John Summers. Welcome aboard, John. The David Bowers. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> doing just <laughs> fine. <laughs> Thank you. How are you doing over there? Oh, it's hot. It's too hot. We've, we're going through a mini heat wave here in the UK. It, well, except for Scotland. Sorry, Scotland. But, um, we, we, yeah, in the UK, it's hot. It's scorchio. It's really warm. Well, let me... Let me uh, I have to ask this because I'm in one of the hottest places in this country. Uh, what do you <laughs> consider a scorching heat wave over there? What do you got today? Well, it's it's shorts on today. So, um, well, I don't know. I mean, considering last week, David, we were snowing. All right. So anything warmer than snow. Yeah. Come on. Get the lilos out. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah. we're having a rather moderate day today. Uh, right now here, it's only 79, expected to get up to maybe 82, 83 degrees. But this is about the Ouch. last of moderation for us because this week we're going to be in the 90s and low 100s. And then from oh. uh, from the end of this month to mid to late September, it's going to be 100 plus virtually every day. I mean, <laughs> it cools off in the evening when it drops below 100, so... Uh, it's a, we have our own version of scorchers here, but you have some scorching music you're going to introduce us to today. Segway, love it. You can tell you're a radio man. I tell you, brilliant. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we got some great music kicking off here in the UK. Um, I'm really honoured. I'm going to say it. I'm not blowing smoke up people's watsits here. I'm really honored with the the music that comes our way um i've been taking a good look at some of the music around the uk um can i just say massive kudos to your to your previous guest um from the record company there because he knows what he's talking about right he he's got it dead on um he does and we have been fortunate we have been very fortunate here i've had this uh well, it's a recurring feature. It's not necessarily on every show, but uh, we have this feature, Rockstar 101, which I mentioned yeah. we post online. We post tips every day. And when we can get a, uh, a good person from the industry, uh, we'd love to have them come on and tell, you know, basically give us the inside story uh, so our listeners that are trying to build a career or thinking of building a career have some, uh, mm. some basis to go on. And we've had some excellent people. We've had record company heads. We've had uh, PR. Uh, we've had artists and repertoire. We've had uh, a lot of good people, uh, radio people, too, uh, who give yeah. a perspective of what it takes to uh, get your record played on radio or at least the ones that will play because it's gotten so – it's gotten so now that, uh, you know, you either buy a spot on the uh, rotation or you've got to already mm. have a hit. It's really tough to hit mainstream radio. But tell us a little bit about what you've got. Uh, I know you've got uh, three, four bands. We're going to be playing a couple of cuts. But uh, tell us yeah. a little bit about uh, some of the bands you've got. Yeah, thank you, David. Well, um, a couple of bands we got. Well, well I'm going to name a few, if you don't mind. Um, I've been, as I said, I've been going all over the country uh, watching these guys play live. And, and uh, like your last guest said, that's where it's at. You've got to put a show on. You've got to sell yourself. And uh, the bands that I've been looking at are doing just that here in the UK. Uh, one of the first bands I'm going to shout out about is a band called Slam Cartel. Uh, the uh, London-based band, Rock. Really, really good. I mean, if you like your rock, you're going to love Slam Cartel. Uh, slamcartel.com is their URL. Um, and you can go to Facebook and it's just forward slash Slam Cartel. 
Um, absolutely brilliant band. I went to see them down on the coast a couple of weekends back in a, a good old coastal town called Hastings. Uh, had my fish and chips and got my fish pinched by a couple of seagulls. Lovely. And uh, it was great to see the band rock it out live uh, in this club called the Carlisle. And they were awesome. Absolutely fantastic. Um, we got a, a few other bands kicking off. Um, uh, uh, oh, can I just say a big, big, massive hello to your chat room crew who are being very supportive right now. I love that. It's fantastic. And in your chat room, you've got a young guy there called Pete Davis. Uh, yes, who's in a band called... Yeah, that, he's in a band called Sweet Davis, and they're one of the bands that we're promoting right now. Uh, now, Sweet Davis, they're from Virginia, over your neck of the woods. Um, Absolutely. Well, country. Yeah. <laughs> and, no, we uh, they're fantastic. Yeah, yeah, they're absolutely fantastic. There's Pete, there's uh, Kristen, his sister, and uh, a third member, and they are absolutely fantastic. Sweet Davis, go and check them out. Brilliant Let me stuff. interrupt you for um, just a moment. Let me interrupt you okay. for just a moment, if I may, please, uh, to re uh, encourage our listeners, both in the chat room and the listening around the world, feel free to do two things here. Uh, have your notepads or uh, your your phone notepads or your written notepads, whatever you got, to jot these names down because I know you're going to be hearing oh, yeah. some of them in the very near future. Uh, Slam Cartel, which uh, you just mentioned, John, uh, is one that I have, in fact, heard of already, so you didn't surprise me on that one. But, uh, yeah, you definitely want to write down these, uh, these bands' names and go check them out. You might be surprised because uh, they may blow your socks off. And uh, we encourage uh, Slam Cartel, uh, Sweet Davis, any of the uh, any of the acts that you mentioned to us or any of the other uh, artists that are listening, please send us your EPK. We want to hear from you. We want to give you a chance to appear yeah. on the show. And I'm going to take a second to put the address in there again. Write David at the David dot com. Put guest in the subject line and you're good to go. John, back to you. Thank you, David. That's very kind of you. Um, well, yeah, I mean, Slam Cartel, Sweet Davis. Now, one of the uh, the bands that we're looking at right now is a young band uh, from the south, well, the south area of the UK. Uh, a bunch of young lads. There's three young lads. Uh, they're called Wild Horse. Make a note of that. Wild Horse. Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. A young band, as I said, I mean, they're all still at school, for goodness sake, but when you listen to their music, you wouldn't think so. Such a mature sound, and uh, they've got a big, bright future ahead of them. Wild Horse, let me make that one more time. And um, another band I'm going to shout out, and before I, I, you cut me back, Dave, because I know I'm waffly, mate, is um, a, a band there called, now, make a note of this, people, it's a bit of a long name, Sugar Man Sam and the Voodoo Men. Yeah? All right. There's a big name, big sound, big future. Sugar Man, Sam, and the Voodoo Men. And uh, they're blues rock, as is Wild Horse as well. Blues rock. And I know you like a bit of blues rock, David, don't you? You like a bit of that stuff. Oh, absolutely. I certainly do. And I'm going to interrupt you again right now because uh, it's your stage, but it's my show. And I want to share some <laughs> of this while we're talking about it. We're going to Nick the Geek. Are you standing by? Because uh, we're going to run some of that music down. Uh, two of the groups you've, uh, you've mentioned, we're going to play some of their music. We're going to hit one of the tracks right now. The first one you mentioned, uh, a group called Wild Horse. Ladies and gentlemen, this is from bloody England. This is Wild Horse at a thing called Don't Cry. Don't cry. 
hope, Jason Cole got no hope. Yeah, you know, honey, I got no hope. Yeah. That's called Don't Cry. Uh, I, I don't know, but I, I kind of, uh, John Bon Jovi, are you, are you standing by there? I kind of got a, uh, I kind of got a touch of, uh, of uh, Jagger in that. What'd you think? Yeah, I like that. That was pretty, that's pretty good. I like the, the drum beat is strong. I like that nice, strong driving drum beat uh, of that thing. Mick Jagger, I don't know, you know, actually, I, yeah, I wasn't thinking of Mick Jagger, but actually I thought I heard and 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 I, and I hope I'm not overstepping my my bounds here, John, by saying this. But I, I, it seems to me I heard a little bit of Ozzy Osbourne influence in that. Yeah, definitely a bit of Ozzy in there, wasn't there for sure? Um, yeah, the Mick Jagger aspect definitely. When they're live, um, the, the lead singer Henry he, he adopts the pose and everything, the snarl in the face, everything's there. Um, and the drummer, you were saying, the drummer Ed Barnes or Barking Ed Barnes, as we uh, as we call him, yeah, he's got a very open hand play, a bit Keith Moonish, you know. Um, and then there's the other guy, Jack, who's Henry's brother. I hasten to add, an, an accomplished guitarist. And let me tell you now, the age range there is between 15 to 17 years of age. Brilliant. They you are. I mean, they're, they're, they're only, but they're, they're, they're just teenagers? Yep, yep. Uh, the wow. Lead, I think he's 17. Yep, that's it. Um, and the other guy's 15, 16 years of age. 
Well, Young I got to tell you, as far as their potential is concerned, you've got to be just chuffed to bits over what they're going to be doing. Oh, Matt, the, the future is uh, the future is amazing for these guys. It really is. Absolutely. Uh, We've got so much, uh, you know, so, so much scope for these guys. The plans are kicking off. I mean, I'm in touch with their manager, Steve, uh, quite often, and we've got some good plans kicking off. Uh, they're playing live all over the place, all over the UK, and we hope to get them more venues all over the UK. But uh, like your other guy said, you know, it's all about putting on a good show, and these guys do that too. So that's fantastic. I must have... Uh... I must have been able to envision the uh, Jagger snarl there because yeah, there was there was something about that uh, there was something about his vocals that just jumped out at me and I almost pictured Jagger there. But uh, yeah, yeah uh, I, I got to, I'm I'm more impressed now that I know that you know these are kids that haven't even come close to reaching their peak yet. And oh, I was sitting I here know. listening to it, thinking you know I'm I'm just tapping my feet because I'm listening to this. To the, I hadn't envisioned or pictured any one particular drummer or another but just listening uh to the uh to the the, the drumming on this thing and thinking mm. this is really good i mean it's driving it's you know it, yeah. it, the, to me the drummer was driving the band and and uh you know i i think that's what i like the most about it yeah yeah you've got a point there absolutely yeah um go ahead john sorry david go ahead no, that's okay. No, 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 you say, my friend. <laughs> go, go right ahead. Somebody speak. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll speak. I'll say it's hot. <laughs> I'm sweating. No, I'll tell you. What. Can, can I talk about another band now? Is that okay? Absolutely, go for more? it. Yeah, uh, Sugarman Sam and the Voodoo Men. Like I said before, now. These guys, another rock blues effort, they have just come off their UK tour. They've, they've been all over the UK, um, wowing people left, right, and centre. Um, they, they've just finished um, a, a prestigious event called the HRH Blues Festival. That uh, if you're not, in, if you're into blues, you need to be on this festival. Now, they were asked to go on there. They, the people who ran this festival were so impressed. Uh, with uh, with Sugarman Sam and the Voodoo Men, that they brought them backstage and they did this video interview with them. Now, my God, I was absolutely blown away for the fact of that alone. I mean, stop the idea of them being on stage, but to get an interview with these with these people is enough. But let me tell you, they've been all over the country. They've been blasting their sound out. Uh, their album is out at the moment record store education is what it's called all your usual digital haunts uh, you can go and check it out you know um oh can i also plug um wild horses album i forgot it's called it's begun you can also go along to your usual haunts uh you know your itunes your spotify your Deezer, and all the rest you know and go and download it and i suggest you do that today folks thank you uh but um, <laughs> <laughs> Sugarman, Sam, and the Voodoo Men, let me get back to these guys. Blasting the country. Absolutely bendy bow wow. That absolutely bowed over. And I'll, I'll tell you something now. When I first heard these boys play, it was in a, a little club down there in the south of England. And uh, I, I'm going to mention a few names here. I'm going to mention Eric Clapson. I'm going to mention Joe Banamassa and, and, and a few names like that. And I'm going to say that Sam Lay the guitarist and lead singer from Sugarman Sam and the Voodoo Man, he's, he's, he's at that level already. Already he's at that wow. level. Yeah. And that, 
when you hear the track, because I know you've got the track lined up, I'd hope. Absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah, Absolutely. You're going to hear it. You're going to hear it, David, and I hope you like it too, John, because uh, this is something I've, I've deliberately picked this track out for you two guys, because I know, because well, back in the out. day, forward to hearing it. yeah, because yeah, back I in mean, the day, you came on my radio show, didn't you, because I had a little radio show here in the UK a couple of years ago, right? and yeah, uh, you both came on that, and you brought with you a really good uh, rhythm and blues sound, and I, and I was like, whoa, this is, this is killer. You know, this is a killer track. So I know you like the sound, so that's why I picked it for you, boys. And we are planning to play that here. You know, John Bon Jovial, I'm listening. To, I'm listening to Johnny Zykotica here, and and I, I'm thinking of them TV commercials. I mean, this guy is this guy is a hustler. He gets it. He gets it in. He gets it out. I mean, it's like those uh, like those uh, TV commercials, you know. As seen on TV, where they where they sell you the the latest exactly. (laughs) (laughs) They're good, Johnny. We love you. (laughs) Why won't get three? There we are. And and the thing that makes it special is you're you're not only you're not only hustling some music here. You're hustling some good artists, and you brought us some great stuff. I, I I'm glad that you liked what we brought over when we talked with you. And I'm glad to give you the opportunity to uh, to come back and return the favor because you've you've done a great job and uh, we really appreciate having you with us here today, spending the time Thank introducing you. us to the music and we hope that uh, maybe we can uh, prevail on you to come back in the future and do it again. Oh man, I tell you what, it's it's been a pleasure if if not just to come on here just to say. The David Bowers and John Bon Jovial. Thank you. Yeah, and it, you, know, you guys, you, you know, guys maybe, are legends. You, you know, guys are legends should, here in the UK. Let me we should you, get legends. We should get uh, John here. We should get Johnny Zykotica to do a uh, a voice drop. John, you gotta you gotta send us a, a voice drop because you do that. <laughs> you do that. I, I, I like not only the the electricity that's in the way you say it, but I like that it has you know just touch of that accent of yours i like that you should you should send us a drop and we'll use it you know where you uh where you mention us and uh, now david oh, wait yeah. a minute wait 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 a minute david how do you know now wait a minute you say you his accent how do you know that we're not the ones with the accent well <laughs> hey listen uh, we're this is this is our show so we set the uh we set the bar and uh his his accent is uh well h- how can we uh uh, you know, how can we be politically – oh, screw being politically correct. you got the accent. Oh, we can remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, love to, have sure. you do a, love to have you do a drop or two for us and uh, and oh. send it on down. We definitely use it on the show. <laughs> can, can I just do one more plug? Can I do one more sure, plug? Sure, go for it. Okay, I'm coming back on the radio. It's going to be the end of May, and uh, uh, the show's going to be called The Snizzle. Okay, and it's going to be a podcast show. I'm not going to do it live. I can't keep up with you guys. I mean, you're awesome. I'm going to be doing a podcast show, and uh, details are going to be on my uh, on my Facebook thing there. So if you go to uh, facebook.com forward slash Zycotica Music PR, uh, the details will be on there very soon, and uh, the new radio show will be up and bumping. And hey, guys, I want to return the favor once again let's keep this yo-yo going i want you boys to come back and uh come and shout out on my show how's that, how's that? it'd be our pleasure we'd love it'd to be an honor and a pleasure. Yeah, we'd love to 
Absolutely. Yeah. And you be sure. Now, remember, as I tell all my guests, uh, one of my yep. Facebook pages is my radio page, the David Bowers, the radio page. And that is there specifically for guests on the show to post their music news, their events, their gigs, in your case, groups you're promoting. Put the tracks on there for uh, my followers to listen to. It's it's your page. Post whatever you want on there, including your new show. We'd love to have you post up on there. Thank you, David. Thank you very much. It's very kind of you. You're very welcome. And thank you, John Summers, or as we call him, Johnny Zykotica from Zykotica Music PR in England, in London, England. Thank you so much for joining us. And here's that other band he's been talking about. I've been waiting to play this track for you. This is Sugarman Sam and the Voodoo Men doing Virginia.
<laughs> caught me off guard. That, 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 that just sort of, that's one of those records that DJs love. They just sort of, they end on you and always catch you off guard. <laughs> That was Virginia by Sugarman Sam and the Voodoo Men uh, from uh, John Summers, Johnny Zykotica of Zykotica Music PR in London, England. Thank you so much for sharing a couple of great tracks by a couple of great bands for us uh, today, John. We're so glad you were able to come and spend some time and share that music with us. We'll look forward to uh, being on your show and returning the madness. Uh, I think he said, didn't he say sometime around? The end of the month, John Bon Jovial? Uh, yeah, the end of uh, May. Yeah, that, that, this is May, isn't it? Yeah, May. Yeah, it is. Time flies when you're having <laughs> fun. You know, you know. I, I, I should share with the listeners, uh, we've been having, I, I'm not sure why, but uh, John Bon Jovial and I have both had this problem lately. It seems like we lose a week every month. We get down towards where, you know, the last couple of weeks are getting a little close to crunch time. You start making sure all your uh, all your T's are dotted and your I's are crossed or whatever and getting ready for the next show. And uh, we, we get ready and all of a sudden it's the week of the show and we're saying, wait a minute, I thought we had another week left to get this stuff done in. And uh, I'm not sure what happens, but uh, I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to start setting a uh, three week alarm on my uh on my cell phone to uh, remind me that, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't have three weeks left to do it. Yet. Yeah, John I, I think it comes under, yeah. It comes under the guise of, uh, you know, time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> I think you're right. And we definitely and judging had some by the look to... on your face. It's a regular riot. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, what can I say? We definitely had yeah. some fun today. We had some great music and some great guests in the, uh, in the chat room too. And I understand uh, we've got uh, probably two uh, potential future guests uh, that uh, have representatives in the chat room today and uh, we'll definitely be looking for their material in our mailbox again uh, if you want a chance to be a guest on the show send your epk uh, if you don't have an epk write us we'll explain what you can do very easily to get an audition for the show just uh, send it to david at the david com. put guest in the subject line uh, my uh, staff will listen to it, and so will I. I don't just pass the buck to them, and uh, we'll see. We might get you on the show. We'd love to have you. It's one of the best ways of finding new talent, and that's what it's all about, folks. It's all about the music and the people who make it. We want to thank you so much for being here. We're going to leave you with a Mother's Day song uh, right after we close, and John Bon Jovial is going to take care of that for us with our uh, with our usual closing and, of course, a sneak preview of what's going to be on next month's show. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Yes, yes, sir, yes, sir. Uh, folks, before we get out of here, I just want to give you another reminder about the official The David Bowers Awards T-shirts. You can find them on our website, which is www.thedavidbowers.com. And artists, again, I know we keep saying it over and over again, but we really do want to hear from you. Send us your EPKs to david at thedavidbowers.com for your chance to be on the show. The David Bowers Awards is 
produced by Stick It In Your Ear Productions from the studios of Computer Help USA in beautiful Naples, Florida, along the Gulf of Mexico, and also from our studios along the Colorado River in Bullhead City, Arizona. We are available for free download worldwide on Blog Talk Radio, also on iTunes, 365 Internet Radio, CMG Global Radio, BFM, that's B-E-E-F-M, and Renegade Femme Radio. Click follow on our Blog Talk Radio page and like the David Bowers on Facebook and be sure to follow us on Twitter to hear about the next show. Be sure to join us for the David Bowers Awards Sunday, June 12th, when our guests will include artists from the new Vision Series CDs, including the Oak Ridge Boys' very own Joe Bonsall. That's going to be really exciting. We're going to have Americana folk stars Herrick and an exclusive live report from New York City on the Tony Awards. So follow the David Bowers Awards on Blog Talk Radio as well as Twitter and Facebook to find out everything first, maybe even find out a few things we don't know ourselves. Until then, for the David Bowers Awards, uh, Nick the Geek, Hopalong Sarcassity. I don't know where the hell he's been lately. He hasn't shown up, but we keep paying him nonetheless. And all of our crew of rejects here at the asylum, this is John Bon Jovial saying, peace out, everybody. Be kind to each other. Happy Mother's Day. Mom, I miss you terribly. I wish you were still around, and we'll see you next month. She gave up everything she owned. So the weak could have it all. Even though I'm a grown man now In my eyes she's ten feet tall Mama could have moved on But there were too many children Holding her back She could have been gone But there were mouths to feed And Mama saw to that She thought love over me Yes, love was Love was a key And mama is my shero Shero Of the third